Yikes. It's Monday. It's Monday. It's Monday. Hello, hello, America from cold-ass Buffalo. It's Monday. I wish I was saying hello. What's shaking New York City from Brooklyn? But I'm saying, what's up, guys, from, from cold-ass Buffalo. Buffalo. Oh. <laughs> she said bum. I said cold. This is two of the same coins. Two sides of the same coin. No, it really is cold. I got a whole blanket. Super Bowl was yesterday. Rihanna's performance was amazing. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. She did what she was. She did what she needed to do. She hasn't performed in Lord knows how long. She's pregnant. I'm pretty sure she was tired and annoyed with doing that shit, but she had to do it. Technically speaking, I feel like she went there to show face, mm-hmm. did whatever she needed to do, and did. And did. Y'all want an album? Y'all not getting that. Y'all want a concert? Here it is. Y'all want to see me? Boom. No, she did say she's going to release another album. She's just not telling nobody when. Yeah, but that's going to be like forever from now. She's going to focus on her pregnancy. Because, yeah, she can take her time. She got mad money coming in. She got Fenty money coming in. She got shit. She got ASAP money coming in. Her did and you ASAP see him? got money coming in. He looked like the, a proud parent. <coughs> he was excited. Did you see his pants? He had on a dad pants. Yes, he His American like flag jacket. A proud parent. What's up, Robert? He was so happy. Oh, man. Also, congratulations. Congratulations to the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Y'all deserve that shit, bro. Patrick Mahomes, you, did, you played a wonderful game, my guy. Eagles, come on, next season, y'all could probably get it, but my boys in blue may take it from y'all. But Chiefs, man, y'all did good, man. Y'all did fucking good. Y'all did so amazing, man. You know, I don't usually watch the Super Bowl. Like, I usually just wait for the halftime show, and then I watch the halftime show, and then I go about my business. But yesterday, I actually watched it. I mean, I fell asleep a couple of times, but I watched it. I was keeping up with it, but not as, not as much. <laughs> it was a good game. They were close a lot. Like, really, really Hell, close. They were neck and neck. Yeah. If Philly had more time and they had scored a touchdown, they'd have, they'd have probably got the W. Yeah. Did you see how much money Drake... Drake bet money on, on Patrick Mahomes and he won that money. I mean, won damn near 10 mil. Off a football game. But I think they were saying something about um, about the money that he won because of uh, something about a flag that happened during the game. So, I don't know. Hey, look. He, he got the money. Yeah. Shit. Pass it over here. Nah, because if he pass it over here, he gonna think he gonna slide over here, and Drake gonna end up the first rapper to disappear. <laughs> it could have been like for charity. Drake don't have a charity. I'm talking about the charity for here. <laughs> I can make a charity. People do it all the time. They fake a charity, get the money. And then dip. Yeah. 
we right next to Canada, so like, you yeah. know, we're practically cousins. Oh Lord, what else happened over the weekend? I don't know, I haven't been up to date with, with shit that's been going on. First off, UFC, I need to address it, bro. Makachev and Volk, Volk fought last night, well, the, the night prior, and <coughs> I feel like that should have been, I, sh I feel like that fight should have been a draw. I feel like it should have been a draw. Even though Makachev got dropped, he controlled a lot of that fight with his grappling and his wrestling. He did drop Volk. He definitely did knee Volk, but Volk kind of outstruck him. So, UFC, run that back. Run that back. And Khabib, you need to be in Makachev's corner next fight, bro. He had us freaking the fuck out, my guy. He had us freaking the fuck out. He was doing shit he wasn't supposed to be doing at all. So, please, next fight in his corner. Thank you. I appreciate you. What's up, Jermaine? Izzy, my guy. Get your title back, bro. It feels weird somebody else being a champion and it's not you. Other people deserve to win. Uh, he had, see, the thing is, he had that fight. He had that fight. And the, fi and the fifth round is where he got way too comfortable. Way too comfortable. And he got his shit pelted. Quick. So are you saying because he got comfortable, he didn't I, yeah, deserve I feel like, to win? Yeah, I feel like he got too comfortable. I feel like he should have just stuck with the game plan. And he probably would have got that W. But because he got too comfortable and he thought he could get the W, he left himself open for strikes. And Alex Pereira's hands are fucking... It's like dynamite. It's like fighting... It's, it's like bricks in his hands when he hits you. From his fists to his knee strikes to his elbows. All of it. Um... Oh, man. Jose Aldo stepped back into the boxing arena and won, a, won his title. All, 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 all grace to him, man. All grace to him. I like to see the legends stepping back into their previous sports or something that they're comfortable with and, and you know, taking a W or taking a title. Y'all do some great things, man. I don't know any of these people. I'm sorry. Oh, Jose Aldo was one of like the most lethal, lethal, sorry, lethalist. <laughs> he was one of the most lethalist. He still is one of the most lethalist Muay Thai strikers that came to the UFC. He started off in the WEC, shopping people up, came to the UFC, finishing people, and then he met what is known as Magic McGregor. Um. Well, what else happened? NBA trades were on point for this motherfucking deadline. Oh my God, y'all did good. Y'all did so fucking amazing. Now, I'm, I'm going to address it and I'm just going to address it for like a few seconds because that Westbrook trade was very, very, very dark and underhanded. Y'all made a smart move, but y'all did it in a very grimy way. Westbrook, I hope you shine, bro. Um, 
Not even shine. I hope you continue to shine, bro. Um, Lakers are, 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 you know, jumping on a streak now that D-Lo is back on the, back on the Lakers. So that's, that's beautiful. Um, my Knicks made some light trades. The only two teams that didn't make no moves was the Bulls and the Cavs. What's going on with y'all, man? Because y'all need some pieces. Y'all need some pieces. So what the fuck's going on, bro? Also, also, we're about to have our first NFL season with no Tom Brady next year, ladies and gentlemen. I thought he said he's not retired. You no, know, he retired. He re- he's he was he's he re- he's retired. He's done. He's done. How many times can you possibly say that you're retired <laughs> and not retired and retired and not retired and retired? Because he realized now it's like time to hang it up. It's time to hang it up. Now. He retired thirty thousand times and then came back thirty thousand times more and then he retired, retired again. when he was on the Patriots. Came back, won a title, left, got traded to Tampa Bay, won a title with them. I think he won one or two titles. I think he, he won two go titles. Golf. Huh? He's gonna go to golf. Nah, cause he he can't go to golf. There are too many people in golf that are better than him. Tiger Woods is still a beast. Tiger Woods still plays. J.R. Smith plays golf. He's a beast. That's how you know. I don't know shit about sports. I'm Michael like, Jordan plays, plays golf. Michael Jordan is a beast in golf. Like, <laughs> he got I way too if Michael Jordan came out with some him. golf shoes. They people are buying. Oh, Jesus. All right. So, we always cover on mental health, man. I think it's time to get down to the nitty gritty, bro. Relationships. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, Why did everything damn. fall down? Oh, my word. He said relationships. <laughs> <laughs> relationships. What's up, Marcus? And family. Relationships and family, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. First off, there's always that one rule in a relationship. Never allow other hands to climb in the pot. Because the moment you allow other hands to climb in the pot, there are seasons that get in that you don't want. Don't do it. There are too many of y'all out there getting involved. Now, granted, I can understand if they're young. But in the same token, I feel like even the young cats, y'all need to live and learn. You need to let your kids live and learn. If your kids is over 21 and you still peddling in a relationship, please stop. Stop right now. Because it is it, it's 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 not gonna make it no better and it ain't gonna make it, it ain't gonna make it no worse. Reason being they've been dealing with each other. You are the individual on the outside looking in. So you can't really give insight on what's going on because you have no clue. You can only judge from the outside. That's okay. And your judgments from the outside are 99.9% incorrect. Understand and trust that your child knows what they're doing. Understand and trust that your child is bold enough to make their own decisions, their own mistakes, and step up from their own mistakes. The moment your child is able to take accountability, that is the moment you're supposed to back the fuck off, no matter the age. Mm -hmm. 
Because if my four-year-old walked up to me and said, Dad, you know what? I fucked up. I would have more heavy respect for that child knowing that they know what the fuck accountability is at that age. My four-year-old used to lie. That is a big thing Aiden used to do. He used to lie. His thing was either no or I don't know. Mm-hmm. Now, Aiden takes accountability for everything. If he didn't do it, he gonna say, I didn't do it. If he did it, he gonna say, yes, I did it. He's not gonna have a reason as to why he did it, but he's gonna say, yeah, I did it. It's either he's gonna apologize or he's not. <laughs> and nine times out of ten, he don't. Yeah. He just say, yeah, I did it. And then it's left as that. Yeah, go about his business. Getting involved with your children's relationships can cause not only turmoil between you and the ch- you and the spouse, but you and your child. Yep. And if you already have a shitty relationship with your child, just imagine how big of a fuck up that is for you to get involved with their relationship and try and flip the tables. Imagine a life without your kid. Imagine a life where you're trying to call your kid and they don't want to pick up the phone for you because they're so disgusted and demoralized. Imagine a life where you don't get a good morning text message from your kid. Or even worse, for the kids that still live with their parents. Parents, imagine waking up every morning and your kid literally not looking at you, no eye contact, no nothing. You say good morning, you probably get a grunt or mm. And you can be mad and you can threaten to put them out, but you putting them out is just straining the relationship even more. I always used to say as a kid, the worst mistake that the African-American community did was put their child out at 18. Because I can say out of 85 to 90% of Hispanics and white people, I can't really give the reference for every other, uh, other races because... I don't, I don't know the demographics, but I can say from what I've seen and what I've experienced from the, from white people to Hispanic people, they don't put their kids out. You may have to follow a specific amount, you know, a specific certain layout of rules, but it gets different when you start paying bills in the house. The difference with African-American families, they're so fast to put their kid out at 18 because they believe that 18 is the age that their child should be able to do shit on their own. But you fail to realize that the brain doesn't actually mature until you're older. Unless you have no choice but to grow up. Because I left mommy's house at 15 turning into 16. 
futuristic. No, that's not. Um, that's a humidifier. Uh, what's up, Josh? What's up, name? What's up, everyone? Yeah. We got babies crying. Babies screaming. So. But yeah. Is he done? No. We got kids screaming. having the conversation about what we're having. say y'all sorries and you know there's little healing as people say here and there there's still turmoil there the turn there there was a point where the turmoil never got a chance to be completely fixed like actually fixed yeah i'll tell you one thing I will never tell my kids that they have to get out. The only thing that I will tell them is eventually you're going to start having to help out around here. And not in a way where they got to pay bills and shit, but you got to keep up with your fucking life. Mm -hmm. Make sure that your finances is in order. Make sure that you're not out here making dumb purchases. Make sure that you're investing in shit. Yeah. Because like I said, this grind with this podcast, this is just the early grind. Once this shit really gets up there and the money starts coming in and shit starts, even if it's not comfortable, but as long as we're in a house that we can call like our own, our own, like on paper, we actually own, my kids wouldn't have to pay for shit. Just make sure that your life is in order. You got to understand if, if me and mommy got these connections, that don't mean you exploit those connections. Build your own connections. We'll help you out. But build your own connections because you never know who you can meet. Right. You never know. You could probably meet people that we already know and bada bing bada boom. There you go. You just built your own connection without our help. Yeah. 
There's so many kids out here that are so coddled. Like, granted, like I said, kicking your kid out sucks. Don't ever kick your fucking kid out because you never know what they're going through, what type of help they need. You never know. In the same token, don't coddle your kid. Let them make, the, like I said, like, let them make their own mistakes. Let them make their own choices. And the same token, check them and make sure that they are not making the same mistake continuously. Because a lot of y'all see y'all kids make one mistake and it's like, eh, okay. But you're not supposed to shrug your shoulders. You can care, but care at a limit. Don't overbear your kid. Don't smother your kid, you know. Because you smother your kid too much and you're going to make them dependent. There are too many parents out here that shit on their kids. Too many. And then there are too many parents out here that cuddle their kids so much that they're ultra dependent. Like hands and hands, like hands and knees dependent. Yeah. And that shit is ridiculous to me. Because I tell you what, if my mother didn't get up and make dinner, who was getting up to make my, make themselves something to eat? Me. If Nana and Grandma didn't feel like cooking, who was getting up to make themselves something to eat? Me. Yeah, you see how Aubrey is. She got tired of... <laughs> she got tired of waiting for sandwiches. She's like, I make my own sandwich. Exactly. Thing, the thing with the thing with our daughter is she's materialistic. Yeah. She's very, very, very materialistic. But I got, we gotta break her out of that. Because once the thing is, once a person becomes materialistic, and I've seen it myself. So there was there was a birthday that my cousin really wanted the galaxy. One of my cousins wanted the Galaxy, and I think the other one wanted the iPhone. But my aunt ended up getting, uh, you know how they were doing the buy two phones plan? Mm -hmm. So she added the two lines to her plan and bought two Galaxies. The cousin that wanted the iPhone was so upset at the fact that he had a Galaxy. He broke the phone thinking he would get a new phone. He got a new phone. Was it an iPhone? Yeah, it was an iPhone. And the shit bugs me out to this day because when me and when me and Cuzzo talk about it, it's like, yo, the fact that he's even still like that as an adult, like, when his girl buy him gifts, she know it gotta be name brand. That's terrible. It gotta be Jordans. It gotta be, if she buy him a pair of sneakers, <clears throat> if it ain't Jordans, Adidas, Yeezys, or Balenciaga, he don't want it. Don't bring him no Converse's. Don't bring him no don't don't bring him no K Swiss. Don't bring him no no Fubu. Don't bring him no like don't bring him none of that shit. Damn, not even Pumas. <laughs> I love me some Pumas. And the sad shit is, he'll wear Jordans, but he doesn't wear Nikes. If he got a check on it, he don't want it. Weird, right? Not, but he he. I'm pretty sure. I'm 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 sure he consciously knows that Jordan and Nike are one brand. Okay. But he doesn't wear anything with a check on. 
I think, what was it, three, three years ago? Three years ago for his birthday. So I bought him, I bought him the, I bought him the, the, what were they, the fucking, the black, black, purple, and blue. I think they were the, the fours. Are they the fours? They were either the fours or the nines. Every gift that he got for his birthday was more than $200. He thought that I spent $300 on those sneakers. I literally got those sneakers for $150. Because I used to work in a Coliseum and old boy used to date my sister. Every one of his gifts was over $200. There was nothing under $200 there. Yeah, no. Down to the jewelry. Down to the jewelry he got. Shorty went and spent $5,000 on him in jewelry. She bought him one of them, one of those fat, the, the fat, fat bracelets. Mm-hmm. She bought him the chain to go with it. And she bought him a pinky ring. Out of, out of all of those, which one you think was the most? Probably the ring. No. Nah. The, the chain. Because it weighed. And it had diamonds in it. 2500 But you see, she accepts that shit. So. She, but the thing is, my thing is, just because you make that money, don't really like, I feel like, I feel like as a spouse, you should try and break your spouse out of that. And show them that material really isn't everything. But I feel like there are a lot of people that that shit is so embedded in their head. That it's like, you can't break that. Yeah. It's weird how like... Somebody could be materialistic. And then you raise somebody and they completely the opposite. Because the lady upstairs, she's materialistic. Like, to the max. But you're not. But I'm not. And every her, her thought process is always <coughs> money. How much you could get out of somebody. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. I, I can't. Like, I don't think like that. That's, I mean, it's cool to be money hungry. But I'm yeah, saying but money hungry from- in the aspect of... Building your finances, making sure your financial situation is stable, and elevating it. Not money hungry in the point of you trying to get money from Tim, Tom, Dick, and Harry and keep your money. Or spend Tom, Dick, and Harry's money and not touch your money at all. Yeah, I'm not like that. Like, I've seen a lot of relationships, like, prime example... My homeboy, my nerdy homeboy Stanley, mm-hmm. his shorty is like that. She'll use all of his money, and my boy, he makes good money. Because he works for Intel. So he makes good money. But it's just the point of her taking the money from him. But he allows that. And that's the, But that's what bugs me out. He says that it, it, as long as it keeps her happy, I'm good. But my thing is you have to understand Is it love because you got bread Or is it love because she actually loves you Yeah And I don't think he understands that 
Like, we recently had to talk him out of marrying her. He was going to propose to her. But we had to talk him out of it. He will be marrying her and he will be an ATM for the rest of his life. Basically. Like, I commend the couples that build together. When you just have one partner that's not trying to do shit and you're building on your own, you're basically setting yourself up to be an ATM. Mm -hmm. If you don't cut that now, you are building yourself to be an ATM. Because the crazy shit is when you get deep into a relationship, it comes to a point where there is no letting go. I mean, eventually you do hit that point of, I fuck you, bro. But throughout that middle process of when you're, when you're, I feel like when you're locked in three to four years, there comes a point where there's like, I, right, I'm gonna keep fighting for this for a little minute. Cause I did it. Me and Lee's mom were together for three years consecutively. Before I was like, alright, I'm gonna keep fighting for this. But something clicked in my head in that fourth year where I was like, no. Hell no. I will not put myself through this shit. At least you didn't do eight years. Eight years is a long time. I think I think I'd have killed myself. Like eight years is a very, 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 very long time. Yes it is. Cause let's let's put it this way. Let's say I did stay in there, right? At the time, I was in Virginia building shit up. I was already looking into getting a crib, so I probably would have got a crib and had my car. I would have moved her there. And if you think that would have went well, after a while, I would have wanted to leave and come back to the city because I was already city homesick. So I was basically living on borrowed time in Virginia. But I was chilling because I was working and making I was making decent money. Mm-hmm. But I was already city sick. Because I wanted to be home. Even now, I can't even lie. Even now, I am city sick. I know. You don't got to tell me because I know. The only difference is, I know now if I go to the city, I got to be back on a different type of time. 24-7, I got to be on a different type of time. I feel like you would be going backwards. Basically. Because, yeah, I'd be working a job, but I'd get, I'd probably get into the dark side of music. And when I say the dark side of music, I mean the street side of music. So, yeah, the money is good, but, like, it's a danger. It's a, it's a danger zone. What's, Yeah, we definitely don't need you going backwards. So. I'm going to tell you something. I had a homegirl. She was actually dating one of the dudes that we used to hang out with. This dude, we call him Rock. He's a bodyguard. He's been a bodyguard for like six years now. They dated and he wasn't a mama's boy. But his mom had this real instinctive way of getting involved with his relationships. Yeah. Like, let's say he's on the phone. 
and they're trying to, you know, talk about, like, they're disagreeing about something, immediately she'll, she'll jump in. And niggas have seen this shit, like, live. We've seen her do it. He don't say nothing? He does. But he's, like, so minimal with it. And she, Shorty will tell, like, they, they're still together. They're, 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 they've been married for, for four years? Three, four years now? He says something, but she tells him, yo, when you talk to her, it's so minimal. Like, you make it seem like she's not doing nothing. He and that's what we like, tell right, him. Ma. Yeah. yeah. And that's what we tell him. It's like, yo, bro, you got to understand. I get it. I get it. We grew up in a New York time. It's, we grew up in a time where, yo, like, even now, if Nana was to get involved with our argument, it'd be like, yo, Nana, all right, chill, chill. Yo, Nana, you're doing, you're doing too much, bro. Chill, chill. It's a New York thing. But then it come, there comes a point where you got to really sit your parent down and say, yo, bro, shut the fuck up. Respectfully. Like, <laughs> this is my relationship. This You didn't work out, obviously. You and dad did not work out, obviously. So, why you, what are you doing? I got this. Clearly, you see how I am. See, the difference with that is... It's like it's like dealing with a child. And I'm not trying to be well, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but respectfully, it's like dealing with a child. It's like dealing with a child and sometimes you got to hit them with it. No, no, no. <laughs> like even when it comes to my even when it comes to my biological mom. My biological mom is it's like dealing with a teenager. Because at the teenage age, can't nobody tell me that they didn't expect to get their ass kissed. Cause I expected it. If I did something wrong, I didn't give a fuck. I would whine and cry until I got my ass kissed. Kiss my ass, bro. Like Dealing with my biological mom is like dealing with a teenager. She expects everybody to kiss her ass. Everybody to come to her, her farewell, and are you okay, and do, do, do you need hugs and kisses, and you need love, and you need money, like, you say money, she, she all up in here, like, yo, I remember she, I, <laughs> I remember she, and, oh man, this is bad, but fuck it, I remember she hit my great-great-grandmother up for some, she hit Nana up for some some bill money and nana told her she don't got it why she stopped talking to nana for a week <laughs> ain't no fucking way if my grandparents tell me they don't got it i'm respecting the fact that they don't got it they live in new york city i'm not expecting them to have money but they got they they don't got it right now sometimes they got it sometimes they don't when you're rent when when you're rent damn look Half the people in New York, damn, they're paying $5,000 for their rent. <laughs> right. That's a lot. Oh, man. Not feeling well? No. I figure. I'm trying though. I'm trying. She's trying for y'all. She's trying. 
I'm sleepy, I'm nauseous, I'm hungry, I'm dizzy, but I'm trying. It took us what, like four days? A week? Just about. <laughs> four days to a week just to... <coughs> just, to just to do this. And the crazy shit is, it's always raw. <clears throat> it's always raw. It's always uncut. I don't edit, so you hear our. Sometimes you hear our kids in the back. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you hear us up going to go check on the kids. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes but, you hear the long ass pause and no conversation. Right, because niggas is high and stuck. Like. <laughs> but I mean, look, if it was if it was a radio station, it'd be the same thing. If this was a Twitch live, it'd be the same thing, man. Like. My friend said Cardi B and Offset's meal tomorrow at McDonald's for Valentine's Day. Go check it out if you eat McDonald's. I, I, I'm going to let we you know now. And no way, shape, or form do I support McDonald's. We Just don't saying. eat McDonald's, but, but he's very heavy on McDonald's. So. But if you want some quick meals, bro, HelloFresh. Get that HelloFresh. McDonald's will make you sick. Hello Fresh I keep you keep you alive. You are heavy on McDonald's. McDonald's be using baby baby cow meat, like Alright, alright. Don't fuck it up for the people who actually eat McDonald's. Let Y'all them think be. that chicken is real? That shit is squeegee chicken. Let them they take be. the parts of the chicken Here that don't go. nobody want. Hey. They blend that shit hey. up and squeegee hey. it out into a nice little breading and fry it up. Baby. And then they freeze it and send it to Mickey D's so Mickey D's can refry it to heat it up and serve it to y'all. Can you let the people be great with their McDonald's? The only thing that's real is the french fries. How you know? Because they're cut into, you know, the little the little what cutters. What if the potatoes are not potatoes? I mean, shit, if they're not potatoes, they're probably some genetically altered potatoes, and that's nasty as fuck. That's why Wendy's has the best fries. Jesus, let the people be great with their McDonald's. If you like McDonald's, you eat McDonald's. If you like Burger King, have it your way. And if, if you, you think eat that Wendy's, McRib is real, you oh God. no rib is naturally cut like that. <laughs> That's designed and cut. That's squeegeed out and cooked. Someone said, Bobby said, uh, hold on. Look on YouTube about a guy smoking a French fry from McDonald's. Well, I've seen that because the French fry was plastic. So there were there were a couple of McDonald's in the United States selling plastic fries. Like the fries were made out of recycled You're plastic. You're making me nauseous just Yo. thinking about it because I don't Yo. eat McDonald's at all. So it's just like, uh. And if you think the McChicken, it, it's the same thing as the fucking McNugget. A squeegee pepper chicken patty and breading deep fried. Ew. Just saying, man. Okay. You could go ahead and get you some ground chicken and make that shit at home. Healthy. Somebody said, oh, Bobby said, just imagine a chicken nugget. The chicken nuggets is the same thing. Squeegee chicken. Every part of the chicken that don't nobody want. Blended up and squeezed out. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> I'm going to throw up. Okay. I actually like Chick-fil-A. But I'm pretty sure that there's some dark stories about Chick-fil-A. Yeah, there is. 
We just don't Chinese eat people butcher the chicken for them. Hello. What part of I'm going to throw up? Sorry. Are you not getting? Like Chick fil A Chick fil A uses real meat. Don't let nobody fool you. Chick fil A uses real meat. Real meat. The only difference is they got Chinese people that butcher their chicken for them. What American you know how to well nah, I can't say that because there are a lot of American chefs that know No, I can't say I can say that because Asian people fillet fillet a chicken right in front of you. <laughs> You haven't been to that part of Chinatown? <laughs> yeah. Wait, 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 wait. So remember that scene in Rush Hour 2 where Chris Tucker walked over there trying to get directions from the Chinese lady? She was going to cut the head off the chicken. No! Don't cut the head off the chicken! Put the knife down! We walk into Chinatown, right? So we go to the poultry store. Now, my homeboy is thinking when they say poultry, like, it's already cut and, you know, trimmed and you could just... You talking about the live poultry place? Yeah. So, he thought it was like, they give it to you in packaging Wait, already. Wait, where is this at? On this is a, nah, Like, going the, towards No, Nickelbacker? not in Brooklyn. In oh. Chinatown. Oh. In, in, on Canal Street. So, we get in there and I'm laughing the whole time. So, he's like, what's so funny? I'm like, yo, bro, just get your, ch- get your chicken. So, we walk in there. The Chinese lady looking You're at him. Up. He's like, yo, I want a whole chicken. She went in the back. You're you fucked heard up. the chicken. And you heard the mwah. When I say my man gagged and gay, yo. <laughs> I never seen somebody run out of the store so fast. But I was just telling your grandma the other day about how, like, I watched my uncle butcher the chicken. Like, kill it. Sk- like, Wait, I'm trying not to throw up. Skin it? He's he uh, Well you gotta defeather it first, then you skin it. He defeathered it. it, then he like he boiled it and then uh Ew, I don't wanna talk about it no more. And he cooked it. Like he seasoned it, he cooked it, he made dinner and I was like, I'm not eating. And he's like, You're not eating and I'm like, you, I watched you kill this chicken in front of me. And do all that extra shit, clean it and all that. And then See? you cooked it in front of me. I'm not eating that. So if I went hunting, because you know, sometimes I'll I'm hunt not deer. eating. I'm not eating. I'm not eating. Babe, it's the same thing as you going to a butcher and buying meat. I'm, I'd rather... I don't want to, like... It's bad enough I know where it comes from. See. And it's bad enough that <laughs> I know what happens, but for me to physically, like, literally see it in front of me happening, and then watching you clean it and season it and cook it and serve it, I'm not eating. You don't fuck me up. For that, I'll eat soup, and I don't even eat soup. I'll eat soup. I'll starve. Hunger strike. I won't eat. That sucks. Damn. And I used to hunt rabbit. I used to hunt rabbit, deer. I hunted a turkey, a, a turkey, a turkey one fucking. A turkey. I heard to, I hunted a turkey one Thanksgiving. That was fun. The only fun thing is the only non-fun thing is getting attacked by a turkey. No, 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 no. The only thing I will say is, if you got them hands, throw hands with a turkey. That shit starts swinging at you. Swing back. Because I've seen niggas not swing back and run. And <laughs> I watched my mans get chased by a turkey all the way up the street. I got chased by a turkey at the zoo. <laughs> Ain't no way. 
I'm turning around and throwing my hands at your No, it wasn't even. I don't even think it was a turkey. What's some shits with the feathers? The beautiful feathers. The, the peacock. peacock? You got I got chased by a peacock, peacock at the zoo. Oh, and it's because I didn't see. No. Shut up. I didn't see the peacock, okay? I didn't see it. And you know, you're not supposed to go over like the, the little. That little chain thing that they have in the zoo. Yeah. You're not supposed to go over it as if that's really going to protect you. Technically, it does. Because the peacocks know not to go over the chain. Well, I was playing and I didn't see the fucking peacock. I didn't even see the feathers. I didn't see shit. And I walked over and, like, I was kicking shit and throwing rocks. That's what the fuck I get. And that shit popped out. And that shit was... <laughs> I was done. And like, they run. They can run. I know. Peacocks can fucking run. <laughs> Imagine my fat ass trying to run from a peacock and my class laughing at me and the teacher scared and calling for help. I could have died. Look, it's okay. Fat Joe is at the Knicks game. Look, I watched my uncle. I watched my uncle save somebody from a chicken. Male lady came up on the yard. She dropped. She dropped the package down, and I guess the thump of the package, like, kind of startled the chicken. The shit came running around a corner and chased this lady from the porch all the way damn near down the driveway. What's up, Gamble? As he's driving up, that's how you know most of my, most of, like, most of the foster family that I've that made mean? is super country. He got out the car and threw a knife from where he was standing and caught that shit in the back. I think I would rather get chased by a chicken than a peacock, babe. Nah, if you think, look, peacocks will fuck you up, but a chicken will fuck you up. Them big ass birds. A chicken, a, look, not and even a chicken, so a rooster. A rooster will fuck, uh, will fuck a person up. We got a rooster on this, on, uh, in this neighborhood. I, I know. Every morning, that should be like. <laughs> You know, I think flamingos, they look pretty, like, online, and they look pretty, in like, in cartoons, but, like, up close, they're fucking hideous. That's just me, though. Yeah, I think they're Flamingos ugly. are silently mean. Ostriches are overly aggressive. Chickens are just aggressive just because. I can't stand these bird-ass bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. You know, nah, you know what birds I can't stand for the fucking life of me? What's them birds called? Um, from Finding Nemo. Seagull? I can't fucking stand seagulls. Seagulls will violate your life. I mean, every time. Don't sit down and eat a sandwich at a bench and think you're gonna be comfortable. Cause the moment they see you eating that sandwich, mine. Mine? That reminds Mine? me, I went to Coney Island, and I had pizza. You got your pizza taken. And I was eating my pizza, and I went <laughs> and I went to go grab a napkin, and when I went to go, I put my pizza down on the side of me, like next to my, my leg, and I went to go grab my napkin, and all I seen was my pizza was in the fucking air. And they fighting over my pizza. Mind you, I was broke. That was my last money that I had spent on that on that little pizza. I was so mad. I cried. I cried as I watched them fight for my pizza in the, in the sky. It was their pizza, though. Yeah, yo. Pizza I was hurt. 
I'm like, damn. Yo. <laughs> that ruined it for me. Or like, when you go to the beach and then all of a sudden, a motherfucker just feeding the seagulls right next to you. Move. Like, move. You get overly aggressive as seagulls. Oh man, I hate seagulls. And don't fall asleep because they're going to shit on you. Literally. Get some seagull shit in your ear. They say it's supposed to I be I didn't leave it on the table. I left it on the side of me. So I was sitting on the bench. Oh, so they took it from... from <laughs> they was bold. I was literally sitting on the bench and I put it on the side of my leg. Like, right, right yeah, next to my lap. Yeah. Yeah. And I turned my back just slightly to grab my napkin out my bag. And my pizza was in the sky. It was theirs after that. <laughs> that shit was flying. It's like, yeah, this isn't yours anymore. That hurt my heart. Rest in peace to that pizza. <laughs> Not rest in peace to the pizza. You know what I was just thinking about? I was just thinking about New York uh, sandwiches. Like the heroes. Yeah. They don't make them like that out here. Even the bread tastes different. I got a sandwich. But didn't we get a sandwich from up here? Never again. Yep. But I'm not talking about like a hot sandwich. I'm talking about like a cold sandwich. It's something about the way, like, I don't know if it's just me. But it's something about the way that I like my mayonnaise and my bread to mix with my vinegar and salt and pepper with my lettuce and my tomato that like make my sandwiches like, mm. And the sad shit is, if you're from New York City, when you go other places and get sandwiches, you're so critical. Yeah. And with the sandwich, it's like, yo, what the fuck What's is up, this, pal? bro? Like, what is this? When I first came up here, like, my expectations was, like, high. And it was just a letdown after a letdown after a letdown after a letdown after a letdown. After the, the second day that I was here, we ordered food. After that first time of us ordering food, my expectations up here was ground level. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I think I told you, don't have high expectations. Yeah. I like ham and cheese with lettuce and tomato with mayo on a hero. What are you, 12? Who eats ham and cheese on a hero? <laughs> I haven't eaten that shit since I was like fucking 13, walking in the store he getting said, lunch. Hits, he said, it hits the spot. <laughs> Yo. Damn, like, damn it, yo, I haven't, oh. It hits the spot. I'm not even gonna lie. My nausea is, like, at 35. Oh, shit. Ugh. Hope it don't go up. Oh, 
Somebody's tired. Yeah, I'm tired, nauseous. I told you that. Alright. So I usually let something run towards the end. Um, I'm a 90s baby. Lost Boys was like... Were they ever found? <laughs> <laughs> I want to say Lost Boys, Mob Deep, Nas. Um, shit. A Tribe Called Quest. Mm. Those were like those were like my groups. Those were those were my peoples, man. That's good music. That's good nineties music. That's see, that's good music to listen to now. If you young and you really trying to start your like your your head on some hip hop swing, you know, swing that way. You could listen to the Biggie and you could listen to the Tupac and the Web, but you listen listen to that. That'll change your whole view on that on that, you know, era of hip hop. So I'm gonna let Renee run. Y'all be safe out there. And hey, it's Monday. Get out the club. Get out the club. Take that weave out your head. Take care of your child. Take care of your goddamn child, y'all. God damn it. Get it together. Okay. Get the dick out your mouth. Oh. Okay. <laughs>